Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. I'm Brad. He's Joe. It's our last one before summer. We can't help laughing. Do we no, laugh about I mean, everything? We can't even be serious on this as we they're like getting us ready to start this and we're screwing around laughing. Yeah. I have a feeling there are people who are like, these guys never do anything serious. I know, and I'm kind of trying to keep it that way. <laughs> Why would I start now being serious? Especially now, it's almost summer break. School's it's almost summer, out. I Let's know. go. Let's go. This is like our time. last day of school here. It is, but I like doing real talk. I do too. We haven't done enough. Why haven't we done as many real talks as we, we, we got it. You know, the people are clamoring for more real talk. Real talk nation, as, the, as they're called. <laughs> real talk nation. So pretty Actually, much just our moms. No, my, no, my mom. My mom drives up our viewership. <laughs> she watches and cares. Nobody else does. We know you don't. But we have fun doing this. All right. It's almost summer. Okay. Okay. So I thought we'd start with a little summer trivia. Because I know trivia is your favorite way to... Thank you, Alex. ...jump into real talk. These are, these are easy. This is, this is mild. You ready? 1984, there was a song called The Boys of Summer. Yes. You know that one? Oh, we should drop it in here. Who sang it? The Sticks? No, try again. It's not even close. It's not The Boys Are Back in Town, is it? No, it's The Boys Are Back in Town. The Boys Are Back in Town. The Boys of Summer. How's it going? Sing it. Don Henley. Oh, 1984. That was your heyday. I like Don. All right. Oh, the beach. You like the beach? Yes. What's the longest beach in the United States? Like lo geographic, longest beach. The longest beach? Aren't they all connected? Isn't it all like one beach? What are you talking about? These are low level questions. There's only one beach. It goes around the entire outline of the United States. That's not, no, they change geography and things like that. And you'll have a beach and then you'll have like a mountain and rocks outcropping. That's, that's not a beach and yeah, you have another that's beach. Like What's the longest beach? Long Beach? Exactly! Long Beach. Which one? California. Washington. There's one in... Oh, you know, because so many people frequent the one in Washington. Shout out to the Northwest. In the Long United beach. States, what's... The, oh, you're going to like this one. What's the best-selling barbecue meat in the summer? Hot dogs. It is hot dogs. I just... You know what? I just heard that I was watching Jimmy Fallon. And there is the association of hot dog and sausage. The association of hot dog... Sausage International or something. Really? Like we have to have a government agency that oversees the production <laughs> hot dogs. of hot dogs. Okay. Do you like hot dogs? I do. The best I kind of a, I know you don't. The oh. best kind of a hot dog is a Chicago-style dog. Yeah. What's on it? Uh, Just name a few things. I, the important I know ones. Onions. Yeah. Uh, Chicago-style hot dog has onions and mustard. Yes. Those are not. That's not the most important, though. There's some kind of special sauce. Tom tomato wedges. Wedges? S pickle spear. And the most important thing, celery salt. Come on. That's yeah, the most important part. People are in Chicago are whack. This Every year. run by a mob. Remember when we had pizza in Chicago? We went yeah. and got like deep yeah, dish. Yeah, deep it was, dish. That sucker was like three yeah. inches tall. Yeah. Every year there's a summer blockbuster movie. Right? A big yeah. one. Yeah. What was the first ever summer blockbuster? Star Wars. Jaws. Oh. What a great movie. What you know, year? That's like in the 80s. 1975. Wow. It was before I was born. Jaws. Jaws. Do you know what's great about the guy in Jaws, the like, sheriff? He's wearing shorts that are now back in style. Look at it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're like up to <laughs> year. Um, I showed that much leg. Good. The first <laughs> Frisbee was not a toy. What was it? 
<laughs> Where'd they get the idea of Frisbee? Yeah. Discus? Pie tin. Really? At a picnic? Yeah. Frisbee, Probably. called the Frisbee Bakery. Oh, Somebody saw, oh, Frisbee. You, do you like trivia? I played Trivia Pursuit this weekend. You did? Yes, with my mother on Zoom and my family. It no, was, you didn't. On Zoom? Yeah. She was on Zoom, joined the family with Trivia Pursuit. I am actually full of useless knowledge, if you didn't know. Wow. Yeah, that's trivia, fun. With the little wedges that you try to get into the thing? Yeah. yeah. With my mom and All my right. son. Good. Tell star. us about trivia. your summer plans. You know, I, 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 it's a little bit of a crazy summer for us as a family. We yep. can't have plans. We have a lot of transition going on in our house with our sons at certain ages. So it's hard to plan this summer. So we're kind of just trying to embrace the immediacy of going with whatever. And a little flexible. Enjoying. Yeah, a little flexible. You got any good plans? My parents' 50th wedding anniversary this summer. How is cool really? is that? That is really 50 cool. 50 years. Are you heading west? So we're going west to have a little shindig for them. That's awesome. Long yeah. Beach? 50. No, I don't even know where Long Beach, Chicago Washington Chicago style is. hot dog on the way there? <laughs> Listen, all right, here we go. We just went through a pandemic. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Are you declaring it? Pablo, do you, is he allowed to declare that it's over? Somebody tell Fauci the pandemic is over. <laughs> I don't think he can say that. Oh, okay. He just blew up. YouTube is going to censor us. <laughs> okay, it's not over. But maybe we're coming towards the end of it. Things are normalizing a little bit. Agreed? What'd you learn? There's a lot to, that's an interesting question. A lot to learn. I think that I am surprised at how needy I am. And when oh. I don't get to control things and I don't have certain level of comfortability with things, okay. it makes me feel out of control and uncomfortable. And I am really, really, I don't oh. go to good places mentally when yeah. I don't feel in control and I'm uncomfortable. And it's like hard because the pandemic, every way I was out of control yeah. and oh, uncomfortable yeah. with leadership decisions that were yeah. made, with the way people were treating each other, with having to do things I didn't want to do or I agreed with or disagreed with. So I constantly- And fear of like, a virus, right? And, and frustrated with people as somebody who had the virus who yep. say that it means nothing, that the virus is fake. Like, no, as somebody who had it, yep. this is not a game. Got it. So all of that leaving me feeling uncomfortable and out of control and realizing what true colors come out of Joe when I'm uncomfortable and out of control. Oh, that's good. Put your finger on one or two, what comes out. Like, so for me, I know in the last year and a half, whatever, a little over a year, like I've had some moments where I was angry that's what came out, just feeling everything, because of everything you just described, feeling angry because there's nothing I can do about mm -hmm. it. It's probably loss of control, right? Or feeling like I ever had control and, and then I lost it. Like, I would get mad. What came out of you? When Similar. that happens? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I prob probably some anger, probably I, maybe more than anything, probably disengage. It's like if I can't control this and I'm oh. uncomfortable, then maybe I just back out and just kind of hmm, disengage. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to think. I'm not going to, I'm a pretty, I try to be a pretty disciplined, purposeful. I'm really like, I want to be purposeful in everything I do. And I found myself over months not being very purposeful mm -hmm. and more disengaged at home, in my heart, in my mind, more disengaged. Yeah. So go back to, I don't know, let's say January 2020. At, at best, we might have heard the word COVID, but yeah. not part of life, right? So go, let's go back to January 2020. Was life perfect then? 
No. No, right? So if we could have not lived this last year, we go back to January, there's a lot of things we would want to fix. We would have gone in January 2020, life, life's got some problems. Our society has some problems, you know, those kinds of things. So one of the things that I've noticed as we're coming out of the pandemic is how we're trying to go back to January 2020. And in particular, I think there are things about our life pre-pandemic that we didn't like, that we would want to change. Pandemic hits, everything is, I mean, just tossed about by the waves, right? And here we are, and we're going back to things that we didn't like mm -hmm. necessarily. You know, I mean, the one that I'll, I'll put on the top of the heap is like, I remember in January, 2020, how many people I would go, how are you doing? They go, man, we're just so busy. We're always busy. We're running, we're running, we're running. A global pandemic hits. Now no one's busy, yeah, yeah. right? We're all just sitting around. Well, guess what's happened already? I talk to people now and they're like, man, we're just so busy. Yeah, like, we, you're right back to it. The thing that you hated. Is that human nature or what? Yeah. Even though we say we hate something, we just, it's comfortable. I guess. And maybe we're in control. Again, comfort and control, maybe. I, I don't know, but that is fascinating. That almost busy is like a badge of honor. Right. And so we have to be busy. Right. But I also think sometimes the reason we go back to busy is because I actually can't sit with myself. Oh, that's good. I can't. Oh. It's really hard to be stuck in my house because if I'm stuck in my house, I'm stuck with my thoughts. I'm stuck with my family. I'm stuck. And I don't like that. So mm. as soon as I can figure out a way to get outside of myself, outside of my family, outside of my head, I'm going to try to fill up and do all kinds of things to get busy again because then I don't have to actually think. Maybe it helps us to disengage. I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah, I see that in our lives as, a, as my family, but I also see that in the lives of other people. Right. I think also there are things that have emerged out of this that we realize we haven't needed, right? So <clears throat> because of the pandemic, we go, well, you know what? I, I, I don't know if I need to go to a restaurant. I could just order online an app or I could, like, why would I ever not pre-order? I'm a Starbucks guy, so I learned how to use the app. Why would I ever walk into the store at Starbucks and ask them for a drink and wait, wait. for it? Versus now I just oh. pre-order and go in. So it was like, wait, I didn't need that human interaction. Why would now on the other side of it do I have to go back to that? Like, no, the pandemic showed me some things I don't need, some interactions I don't need. Maybe even some people. I don't need a guy for that, or I don't need a person for that. I don't need a friend for that. I don't need a church for that. What do I need that for? I did just fine without it for a year and a half. I wonder if this exposed some things that we just think we don't need anymore. Is that a good thing? It could be, right? Like, I don't know. I guess the bad side about me texting online order through the app at Starbucks is I miss the human interaction with the salesperson. Right. I mean, that could be good or bad. So it speeds up your day a little bit, but trend that over time yeah. and, and extrapolate to other things. At, automated. At, at some point where everything's automated, everything's curbside pickup. It's like, is that a good yeah. thing? Compute, you know, like order my sandwich on a yep. thing and I'm not interacting with anyone. Right. I mean, is that good for you or the person maybe you would be interacting with? I'm not sure it is. I don't know. But it's definitely shown us things that are unnecessary. I'm sure we've had unnecessary expenses we've learned about through this. Maybe some unnecessary interactions. 
Could yeah. be good, could be bad. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, everything in our culture, in society, is, is a reaction to something, right? So the pendulum swings over here, and then it swings back the other way. So it's like, it's interesting to me, all the companies who are like, oh, we don't need offices anymore. We'll just all work from home. Didn't we spend like 40 years and probably billions of dollars researching human resource strategies and we figured out, no, when people are together, they actually work best because <laughs> that's yeah. human nature. And so they'll, they'll accomplish more, they'll be yeah. happier, more productive. Yeah. So I kind of wonder some of this stuff, like, is it going to last that yeah. long? Pendulum or? swing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting as we come out of this too, one of the things I think we've talked a little bit about is just... <sighs> with a certain percentage of our audience. So I don't know, I'm not necessarily speaking about everybody who watches and interacts with us. A certain percentage, like it's really, it's really as you back up from it, it's most of us have maintained our income. Mm -hmm. Most of us haven't lost someone directly. Maybe you've all got, maybe most of us have gotten COVID or not gotten COVID or been impacted by COVID by someone in our extended family or circle. But how many people in our circles have lost like the entire family? Yeah. Which no. some parts of the country they've experienced that. Yeah, or parts of the world. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so how much has it, it's disrupted our lives, but is it really made life a lot worse financially or physically, you know, health wise? So it hasn't, it could have been a lot worse, could have been a lot harder. And because of that, is there aspects of our lives where we go, you know, I don't need church. I don't need Jesus. You know, I don't need an office. I don't need interaction with people. I survived just fine for 18 months mm -hmm. with direct deposit, online ordering, online church, online school. Do I really need all the stuff that I had before? Maybe I don't. And I come out the other side of the pandemic and go, I'm not that, I mean, yeah, I'd like some things to be different, but eh, has this whole COVID world of online and not yeah. interacting face-to-face, -face. it's not been all that bad. So go back a year and we, we sat here and I don't know if on camera or not, but certainly off camera, we were having conversations about what if, what if this is in some part, like God is allowing this as a wake-up call for us, as a society, as a country, just as, as individuals too. Mm -hmm. Like what if this is some sort of, because global pandemic is a pretty big deal, right? Mm -hmm. So like, is this God letting this be a wake-up call? Did we wake up? I don't know. That's I, what I mean. Yeah. It's like it was global pandemic. It was inconvenient. Certainly for certain people, tragic as they lost loved yeah. ones. But for a lot of Americans and a lot of American Christians, I'm not sure it was as wake up as more as inconvenient. Right. We just kind of hit pause for a little while. Yeah, and we had to right reroute to our whatever. lives. But really, did most Americans lose their income? The government came through and yeah. infused cash into our pockets. I don't know if it woke us up. Mm -hmm. And what kind of frightens me about that is if this doesn't cause me to go evaluate my priorities, evaluate my relationships, evaluate my finances, evaluate my schedule. If this doesn't cause me to do that, mm -hmm. well, then how bad does it have to get? What would God have to allow to actually get your attention? Yeah, yeah. because in his toolbox, it's pretty deep. Yeah. He can, yep. He's got every tool imaginable to use to cause me, Joe Hensler, and my family to wake up and follow yeah. him and to see that he's the greatest, most 
satisfying reality of the universe and following and serving him is what's most important. If this doesn't cause me to think that way, then what will? Yeah. So, so we go into summer. <laughs> that was kind of summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't wait to get a tan. Kind of a heavy, heavy yeah. note. Can't wait. So I'm we go into the summer, pseudo sort of post-pandemic in some ways, some, right? Things are going again. What do we, what do, we do to think about this? Frame this for us. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we've been doing a series in our church family called Mirror, Mirror, Look in the Mirror. It's like instead of pointing our fingers at all the leaders around the world, instead of looking at everybody else's response to the pandemic, you know, can Joe really look in the mirror and say, what has this past year, year and a half caused me to be what's emerged out of my heart, what hasn't emerged, what things in my life are more tempting and less I don't know, invigorating and empowering. I think self-reflection is really important, but for whatever reason, it's really difficult for yeah. most of us. Yeah. So how do you take a long, hard look in your mirror and say, where am I today compared to where I was in 2020 in the beginning? Am I better or worse? Right. Because nobody's neutral. There's right. no neutral. You've either grown or... Yeah. You're either a yeah, better gone, version of gone, yourself. Gone back, yeah. Or you're... A wor- I mean, is that too simplistic? Yeah. But as... Am I better? Like, here's I'm, what scares me. It's like I don't know why this flashed in my head. It's like Proverbs 26: a dog returns to his vomit, like a fool returns to foolishness. The foolish things that were in my life, January 2020, man, I don't want to go back to those. I want to have grown out of some of the foolishness. I don't want to return to it. It's interesting because for some reason, for all of us, I think the pandemic was paralyzing because it caused all of us to go, sure. what's going to happen next? What? Yep. So there's a lot of like, how much did we push pause on certain things and almost give ourselves like, why the COVID-19 for everyone? It's almost like we gave ourselves a pass that it was okay to change our lifestyle and yeah. like comfort eat and whatever. It's like, wait, I'm either better moving forward, moving into greater health, or I'm probably sliding backwards. Yeah. And... I don't think we have the luxury as followers of Christ to slide backwards. Yeah. So it might mean this summer is a summer of looking honestly. Maybe if we're finally at the end and Dr. Fauci has released us to go back to some level of normalcy, maybe it's finally the time this summer to look in the mirror and go, am I better or worse? And what do I have to do? Yeah. Because I don't want to move forward and coast. Right. I just don't want to coast. Right. I want to reclaim things that need to be reclaimed. I want to restart things that need to be restarted i want to move forward good all right summer it's here are you going to do anything fun probably will you belly surf (laughs) no on the oregon coast no yeah but it's a little cold so when we don't call it the beach we call it the coast and do you go swimming it's like 55 the water wow that's my kids will that's invigorating like polar bear come on hey what's on a saint louis dog Cheese, bacon, and mustard. St. Louis doll. I'll get you one. Have a great summer. See you next time.